verse again, Psalm 121. We will read the scriptures as we go by, as we continue. This psalm is strongly believed that it is written by King David. Some people call this psalm, 121, as soldier's psalm. Can you say soldier's psalm? Because I think, you know, David was uh, writing this psalm when he was in the battlefield. He was, he himself was a soldier and, you know, many times he had, he had to wage war with his enemies. So David was singing this song when he was in the battlefield. So that's the reason this psalm is known as soldier's psalm. You know, some people call this psalm as traveler's psalm. Can you say traveler's psalm? And David penned this psalm when he was traveling. You know, many of us travel, all of us travel, right? David was traveling in his life too. And as he was traveling, he was writing this psalm. Uh, in, in fact, you know, Psalm 121 is one of the song of ascents. Can you say song of ascents? So the song of ascents are a special group of psalms from Psalm 120 to 134. Which are those psalms? 120 to 134. 34. So these, this group of psalms, they are known as the Song of Ascents. They're also known as pilgrim songs. So the city of Jerusalem, if you can visualize, the, the earlier city of Jerusalem that was situated on a hill. And Jews, they travel every year three times for the three main festivals. Traditionally, when they travel to the city of Jerusalem, they used to sing these songs. That are listed from Psalm 120 to 134. You know, when you get a time, when you read these psalms, they really represent, you know, probably a traveler would be singing these psalms, songs as they travel. So as they ascend, as they take the uphill to reach the city of Jerusalem, they were singing this song. So according to some traditions, the Jewish priests, they also used to sing this song, these songs, songs of ascend, as they walk up and take the steps as they were climbing you know, towards the temple of Jerusalem. You know, these songs are really comforting songs. These songs are really encouraging songs because they talk about protection. You know, we all need protection today. Wherever we are, dangers are always around us. Psalm 121, it gives, literally it gives a providential, providential care of God over our lives. A favorable care, a favorable protection, an auspicious or fortunate protection is what is assured by this Psalm 121. So this morning I titled my sermon as Providential Protection. Can you say Providential Protection? It simply means the favor of God when he protects you and me, when he cares for you, a providential care, a providential protection is what is assured by our God when we are alive on the face of this earth. So here in Psalm 121, David is saying, if you read the Psalm a couple of times, you'll realize he simply says, I know where to find my help. And I recommend you to go there if you want to find help. Two things, you know, I just want to, can you remember this, these two things? Number one, I know where to find my help. Number two, you must go there in order to find help. Just simple things. 
You have seen ants, right? All of us children would have seen ants, right? You must be watching ants in your house, children. Yes? You see ants running around in the kitchen sometimes, right? And sometimes children used to follow the ant, you know, find out where they really end up with, right? And then they try, trace it little, you know, time, and then, you know, at the end of it, they, may, they just lose track of that particular ant because, you know, when they get mixed with all the other ants, it's very hard to trace that particular ant. Right? So when ants, they find food, they go and communicate with the other ants. They secrete a, a chemical known as pheromones, a chemical known as pheromones, that, that's a chemical that secretes, and that chemical communicates that there is food somewhere. And they also use other methods of communication, touching each other. And they have some body language, and they, they you know, transfer some sound, uh, exchange some sound. So by doing it, they communicate that there is food available there. You know, sometimes we come across university students, right? When students come to, uh, to, to, to the city where the university is located, and a lot of students, and especially on Saturday morning and Sunday morning, you know, they look for places where, you know, sometimes they hear that, okay, there is free food served, and then obviously all the students go there and queue up there. And there's nothing wrong, right? Food is important. Wherever we get food, we go. Can I hear an amen? Great. I mean, that's how we should be. Food is for us, and we are for food. Yes? Amen? Well, now you're a little careful, right? <laughs> right, so, so ants, they have a method of communicating and letting other ants know. So David is doing exactly the same thing here. He says, I know where to find help, and I want you to go there if you want help. You know, these are the two simple things this chapter is talking about. Know where you find help, verses 1 through 2. And you must go there to get help, verses 3 to 8. In this world, listen to me, I just want to talk to you a little bit, you know, just before we get into these scriptures. We are going to quickly go through these scriptures a little later. In this world, we witness two things. One is the danger and accidents, deaths and disasters and calamities. On the other side, we also witness miracles, healings, miraculous escapes, and such kind of things. Are you with me? There are two things that we receive, we experience, all of us. We experience, we witnesses, we witness accidents and dangers, and we also witness miracles and escapes. I want you to think a little bit this morning, those who are here and those who are online, I just want you to think a little bit this morning before we really get into the sermon. I was, that's what I was exactly doing as I was preparing for the sermon. Have you witnessed any dangers in your life? Have you witnessed any accidents? If I give you a microphone to you, probably, you know, you may, you may be able to list, you know, once you think and those things. It's very hard for me to think and you just remember those things. A couple of those things that I could think in my life that I witnessed a couple of dangers. I can just go on and on and then a couple of things I just want to share with you. I think it was in 2004, when I was working in India, in Bangalore, <clears throat> there was an accident that took place. You know, some of us know, a couple of you may be remembering, an actress by name Soundarya. She had a major role in Telugu industry and Kannada and Tamil and Hindi, Malayalam and other, other industries too. So she was uh, taking off from, there was an airfield in front of our, uh, my office and uh, 
she was just uh, on her election campaign. She was just only 32 at that time. And the flight, the helicopter took off from that place. And then I was working there in the company. Suddenly there was a huge noise. Right? Something exploded. So I just, a couple of us ran out of the building and we just saw, just in the next field where my office was located, the chopper just fell down on the ground and then full flames everywhere. And later we came to know that she was flying in that and then she was pregnant with two months. Uh, uh, she had a baby. And that she, f and I witnessed that accident there, right there. When I went inside, just only smokes. We are not allowed to go nearby, but then you know what? Just the burning body parts. Accidents we witness, all of us. I want you to think about it. We need to think about this at times. When I was working at some point of time somewhere, I went to see this happening. Two electricians were on the electric pole doing some work there. And without knowledge, somebody came and turned on the, on the main switch. And when I went there to see both the bodies off, burned, off bones hanging there on the electric pole, witnessed, we are witnessing dangers and disasters on the face of this earth. I have witnessed, I've not seen it with my eyes, but it had happened very near. Fully loaded bus plunged into the valley of the mountain side of the road in the high ranges of Kerala where we were living just happened 50 kilometers away from us. Fully loaded bus plunged into the valley. None was alive. I remember witnessing another accident. We were driving in a highway. The van that was in front of us is just suddenly toppled on the road. It overturned on the road. And it was a total collapse. And we could see, you know, hear a couple of screams, you know, from, from that low road. And I was just behind and it was dark, pitch dark. And all that just I could do is I could stop the car and I didn't have the courage to get out and do something there because I can't. And by the time villages, village, village people, they rushed over there and I had to stop my car, turn the headlight on so that they have enough light to pull their bodies and pull the uh, people those who were hurt. I'm talking about witnessing accidents and dangers on the face of this earth. I remember once I parked my car near the side of a bus stop. An elderly man, he wanted to take the bus. He came near the bus and then before he got onto the bus, the bus moved already and he fell down. One of his legs went under the wheel, the, 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 the rear wheel. It just went over it. When they pulled that man, I could see a pure, perfect bone there in his, one of his legs. Dangers and accidents that we witness. I have also witnessed miracles and healings. I'm, I'm just not only me, I'm sure it's all of you. Witness miracles and healing. I know an evangelist in India, both he and his wife, they, they, they got, even at the very young age, they got throat cancer. And they were, both were destined to die. They were crying out to God. God healed them. And he ministered 40 to 50 years. Even now, today, he is alive. She has gone. With that throat, singing and praising God. And God used him in an amazing way. Got a little opportunity to work with him too. At the young age, a boy, a young boy who went to a train track to end his life, God called him by name and used him for many years before he was taken up into the heaven. I mean, these are the witnesses that I know them, I touched them and I, I spoke to them. You know, many times doctors challenge you that you will never have a baby, but God opening the womb. We 
tremendous miracles many times you know doctors give up and the family give up and you say that you are lay down on the floor you know expecting death any moment but God was faithful to revive you we witness miracles cancers getting healed brain tumors disappearing body parts growing you know these are all the witnesses we miracles they we witness you know we do two things on the face of this earth we witness dangers and accidents we also witness miracles we come across people falling from three floor third floor and getting up and walking we can also come across people walking on the road they just uh, uh, slipped and they fell down hit their head died on the spot i want you to understand the life that we are living on the face of this earth that's the kind of life that David is talking about. And he says, number one, know where to find help. You know, no doubt that all of us need the help of God any moment. Do not neglect the help of God. Just, you know, because, just because of things that are happening in a very good way, that doesn't really mean that we don't need God. You know, many times as human, we get into the tendency. As children of God, as a church of God, we need to wake people and say that, come on, you need God. It's not the end of it. It's not that you got one blessing. It's not that we escaped from that accident it doesn't mean that you don't need God we need God every moment can I hear an amen this morning Psalm 121 verse 1 says I will lift up my eyes to the hills from whence comes my help my help comes from the Lord who made heaven and earth David says in times of trouble I know where I can help get my help I will lift up my eyes I will look for help I will seek for help you know we must seek that help that is already laid up there you know at times help doesn't come automatically help comes when we ask for it help comes you know when we walk into the hospital you need to ask that if you need a wheelchair when you fly you need to ask that if you need a wheelchair otherwise it doesn't come automatically and he says I know where to go in times of help to the hills whence my help comes from what does he mean he says he is the God who created them who is the maker of the heaven and the earth who is our helper he is the maker of the heaven and the earth can we all say that he is the maker of the heaven and the earth and that's where my help comes from you know we are our help doesn't come from who is not capable of helping us in times of trouble but instead our help comes from the one who is more than able to help us won't read this beautiful scripture psalm 115 verses 3 to 8 psalm 115 verse 3 shall we read that together if we get that on screen but our god is in heaven let's read it out out loud he does whatever he pleases Psalm 115 verse 3 to 8 their idols are silver and gold the work of men's hands they have mouths but they don't speak eyes they have but they don't see they have ears but they don't hear noses they have but they don't smell they have hands but they do not handle feet they have but they do not walk nor do they mutter through their throat verse 8 those who make them are like them <clears throat> if you follow such gods <clears throat> you will be like that you will lose your ability to speak 
You lose your ability to think. Your hands stop functioning. Your ears stop listening. You know, that's very true. <coughs> it's very hard when people follow the other gods and goddesses. It's very hard to tell them anything because they can't hear. Their ears are already closed. Their eyes are blinded. That's what scripture says. Those who make them are like them. So is everyone who trusts in them. But we don't trust such God and goddesses. Our helper is the one who made the heaven and the earth. Our helper is the maker of the heaven and the earth. So in times of trouble, we know very well where to go. That's what David is saying. And secondly, he says, and he calls everybody. He calls the entire nation. He calls people of God and people, those who don't serve God. He calls everybody and tells them, you must go there to find help. I know where to get help in times of trouble. And you must know there, Psalm 115 verse 3. Let's read together. He will not allow your foot to be moved. He who keeps you will not slumber. Behold, he who keeps Israel shall neither slumber nor sleep. We have a God who doesn't sleep. Who is always awake 24 by 7. He is always awake. But we must run and go to him for help. So these two scriptures are saying, he's the God protects us when we are careless. If you're writing, write it down. Protection when we are careless. The reason why he is awake, the reason why he is not sleeping, always he is taking care of us, he knows. We may not be careful all the time. And he needs to be awake. To take care of us you know many times we lose, lose things just because we are careless we leave our wallet there in the post office we leave our wallet in the where in the grocery store we do many things right because we are careless many times we complain saying that our valuables are taken and you know uh, robbed or stolen by somebody because we are careless and we leave the door open in the night thieves come and steal and destroy We get into accident at times because we are careless. I mean, not all the time, but then there are times we are careless. We need somebody to watch over us. We are just a bunch of careless people on the face of this earth. We need somebody to watch over us. We need somebody to take care of us. We need somebody to protect us. And that's the reason David is saying, He will not allow your foot to be moved. He who keeps Israel shall neither slumber nor sleep. That simply tells God is a God who keeps an eye on you. He always watches over you. I like this beautiful scripture. I remember memorizing this scripture even from my childhood onwards. We need somebody to watch over us. 2 Chronicles chapter 16 verse 9. 2 Chronicles chapter 16 verse 9. Can we read that together? For the eyes of the Lord run to and fro throughout the whole earth. To show himself strong on behalf of those whose heart is loyal to him. The eyes of the Lord, what it does? It goes back and forth, to and fro, frequently. You know how fast the eyes of the Lord can scan through the whole entire mankind, the entire humanity. How fast the eyes of the Lord can scan through everybody. 
but the help is not available for everybody that's what the scripture says for what to show himself strong on behalf of those who whose heart is loyal to him are we faithful to God if we are faithful to God you know God protects God alerts eyes are upon you even though at times there are things come against us God preserves your soul God preserves your body nothing happens to you you are everything is good everything is well God takes care of you in some countries you know 20 maybe even now or 20 to 30 years before before the monitoring system the monitored security alarm system before those things came into existence if you remember in businesses and in commercial organizations they used to appoint a night security guard even even it may happen now they are supposed to be awake during the entire night just to make sure that nobody is trespassing and nobody breaks into the building and steal anything their job is just to be awake and keep an watch, keep an eye. And Bible says our God watches over us 24 by 7. Because of our carelessness. At times we go and hit, our, hit the wall and you know break. At times we fall because of our carelessness. We would have met with an accident because of our carelessness. But Bible says God watches over us every time. He takes care of you. We are alive today because of his protection. As I used to say that, we are, we, at times we don't realize that we are alive because God protected us from the many accidents which were about to happen to us. Because they have not happened, we don't realize them. But it was about to happen. But God protected us. And verse 5, let's move further. The Lord is your keeper. The Lord is your shade at your right hand. He's a, he's a keeper and he's a shade at our right hand. So we saw protection when we are careless. Now protection when we are tired and we are low in faith. Now God cannot leave you there when you are low in faith. At times our fuel gas, fuel tank runs with low fuel. We don't have enough faith to trust God anymore because you know we just did everything our to our level best but Bible says in, in, in Psalm 121 verse 5 the Lord is your keeper he is your shade at your right hand you know things can easily go wrong when we are tired things can easily go wrong when we are tired and when we are tired we get easily irritated when we are tired we can easily uh, get cheated at times when we are tired we get easily attacked and God knows our weaknesses and God says I am at your right hand I am your shade at your right hand when things happen to us God keeps us safe because he comes cares for us he comforts us you know shade gives us comfort shade gives us shade refreshes us Shade helps us to move further. And God is saying, not only when you are careless, even when you are tired, I give you protection. I am your protector. Verse 6, the sun shall not strike you by day, nor the moon by night. Protection from celestial influences. Protection from celestial sun and moon or they are celestial bodies and the stars. The things that are way beyond us. I want you to imagine the things that are way beyond your control. 
we need protection from those things too in our lives not only sun and the moon there are many celestial influences over our lives i want you to listen to me this morning bible says we fight against spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places not only sun and moon they represent good things and they are good sources of energy but not only that there are many other celestial influences they harm us they affect us and god need to protect us from those celestial influences that's why god says the sun shall not strike you nor by day nor the moon by night you know we all know that sun is not there to kill us moon is not there to destroy us but why god says that god is talking about some of the celestial influences that we that can come in our life ephesians chapter 6 verse 12 shall we read that together for we do not wrestle against flesh and blood but against principalities against powers against the rulers of the darkness of this age against spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places sometimes you get up in the morning and you are unable to lift your head your head is heavily burdened your head is aching and you also heavily burdened who knows there may be an influence of a celestial something in your life in your family that's trying to destroy you we need the protection of god we need the protection of god some of the discouragement that we go through in our lives some of those questions that we ask often doubting god doubting the, the the comfort of god the protection of god they're all the influence of the celestial forces in our lives sometimes we don't we see children not behave in the right way sometimes you see that that's not the way child is supposed to behave the influences of this influence of the celestial influences in our lives in our families over our children we need protection of god this is not the canada that we used to see we need the protection of god verse 7 the lord shall preserve you from all evil he shall preserve your soul eternal protection the lord shall preserve you from all evil he shall preserve you your soul you know evil is not only to attack our body evil is also to attack our soul when our soul gets corrupted when our soul gets attacked it loses its ability to trust god listen to me when our soul is under attack it loses its ability to trust god the weakness the physical weakness that we fear if we feel in our body when it is felt in our soul that's a dangerous moment that we may not we may not worry even to deny god we may not even worry to do, do something against god we may even leave our faith and walk away from god when our soul becomes weak and god is saying in verse 7 the lord shall preserve you from all evil he shall preserve your soul we need protection of god from all these attacks psalm 121 tells you all the kind of attacks that can come on any one of our lives and how and where we get the protection where do we get the help for our protection john chapter 10 verse 10 if you can read that with me the thief does not come except to steal and to kill and to destroy that's the purpose of the enemy to destroy our lives to kill our lives people those who do not know god they just get buried they all think that it is my fate but that's not the fate of our life but that is the attack of the devil 
as a child of God, we identify those things and we work against and say and look for the protection of God over our lives and over our families. I have come that they may have life and that they may have it more abundantly. Bible also says the devil is out there roaring like a lion, seeing whom he can devour. We need the protection of God. First Peter chapter 5 verse 8. Be sober. Be vigilant. Because your adversary, the devil, walks about like a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. We need protection. Finally, verse 8. Psalm 121, the Lord shall preserve your going out and your coming in from this time forth and even forevermore. Protection in all your ways. Protection in all your ways. It doesn't matter whether you go from church to your house or you fly from your house to your native country. We need the protection of God. I remember one of our neighbors in my childhood days. He was a taxi driver. He was a very, 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 very strong man. Very capable man. One day he was walking at the side of the road. In our countries, you know, people used to hang in the bus. When the bus goes, you know, there are a couple of people hanging outside the bus because the bus is fully packed, jam-packed. Now all that happened was somebody who was hanging outside, his leg was kind of, you know, projecting out. He was walking at the side of the road, the bus was passing by. And he hit, that person who was hanging on the bus, he hit that man and he fell down. And in a few days, he lost his life. The person who went out of his house, who could never come back to his house in the same shape. We need the protection of God to protect us in all our ways. There is no guarantee in this world that people get out of the house. There is no guarantee that you know, they will come back alive. We are living in such a world. Accidents and tragedies are so common in this world. From the time you leave your house, from the, till the time you come back to your house, only one can protect you. That's your God, who's the maker of the heaven and the earth. How much God has protected us and our families in the past. We need to be thankful to God there is a comforting factor bible says he has given his angels charge over you what a blessing it is we never imagined that we never attribute that to the protection of god angels are given over you to angels are given charge over you psalm 191 sorry psalm 91 verse 11 for he shall give his angels charge over you just believe that word it's a word of god it's a promise over your life. It is a promise over your life when you get out of your house, when you are in your house, when you are asleep. For he shall give his angels charge over you to keep you in all your ways. The Lord shall preserve your going out, your coming in from this time forth and forevermore. We need this protection of God. Angels came to minister to Elijah when he was traveling. Angels came to minister to Jesus when he was praying. 
Angels stricken by Paul when he was traveling in the ship before the shipwreck. You know, they were all afraid, but the angel of God appeared to Paul and comforted him. Angels shut the mouth of the lion. We know the story. Angels prepared Philip for a journey. You know, angels are in duty, on duty to keep children of God safe on this earth. Let's read the scripture and pray. Psalm 34 verse 7, the angel of the Lord, can you read that with me? The angel of the Lord encamps all around those who fear him and delivers them. God is promising Assuring protection over our lives through Psalm 121. As we summarize, shall we all just stand this morning? We must know where to find our help. Once we know, we must go there to find our help. We all know where we can find our help. Our help is with the creator of the heaven and the earth. He protects us when we are careless. He protects us when we are tired and we are running low in faith. He protects us from all the celestial influences. He protects us and gives us eternal protection. He protects us in all our ways. What a God we serve. He's a protector. He's a God of protector. protection. This morning, as we listen to these scriptures, shall we just allow our faith to come up in our lives? Shall we allow that faith to increase in your life? Let's not get discouraged by looking at the situation. Let's not get discouraged by what is happening around us. This morning, God is telling you, God is telling you that we have a wonderful Savior. He's our Lord, and He hides you. He preserves you. He takes care of you. This morning, shall we all just close our eyes and pray to Him. Hallelujah.